Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David Medeiros, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. I have been informed of, like, the greatest news of the year, which I guess in this year's it doesn't take a whole lot to be the great news. But Crystal was telling me this morning that we have temperatures headed into the 70s here. Now, have you seen that? And I, it may be the hurricane kicking stuff up, but yeah, I, it's in the. I'll take it anyway yeah. that we can get it later, a little later in the forecast, but it's. <laughs> But it's coming, and, and rain will be fine too. Bring the rain that's on. Right. I know it's we've coming. got we've got a pond that's about to become a pit. Fall's coming, and cooler weather. Yes, so way. that's where I was going. Is bring out the bring out the pumpkin spice. That's right. Turbine blades. Spice and the, the wind. The we need wind to we need coming. to talk with R and D about that. Yeah. Come up with a pumpkin spice <laughs> turbine <laughs> blade. As much as you all, I'm sure, enjoy this witty banter. What I'm going to quiz David on today is water heating elements. They are a huge part, I'd say they're a huge part of our business, which is going to relay over to, it's just a huge part of the alternative energy business. And so we're going to talk about them today. And we're going to talk, obviously, about some of the units we carry and and what their speciality is, but really just kind of getting an idea of what 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 they do for you as someone who is using alternative energy. So let's get let's get into the meat of this. <laughs> Mr. McDarris. Sounds good. Where do we use water heating elements in alternative energy typically and why? Or I could wait and do the follow up. Well, the first place that you're using them is either off-grid Water heating, where you're actually trying to heat water for consumable uses, showers. Well, I guess they didn't see food. that coming, huh? Next thing, next <laughs> thing would be though, and a lot of and a lot of our people use them, pond de-icing, stock tank de-icing, and then the the next thing is actually the uh, the thing that we use. Okay, hold recommend. on a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here, yeah, because it's kind of what my part of this podcast is. <laughs> so a little bitty water heating element can de-ice a pond. Not or be, or what, not are you, what are you trying to pond. do there? Right, it's not going to de-ice the whole pond, so so never get that in your your head. You're going, but it was, what it's going to do is going to de-ice a hole. Okay, all an animal needs is a hole in the pond. You know, when I went down to chop ice as a boy, when my dad gave me the axe and said go chop, I didn't go out on the entire pond and chop <laughs> the entire pond with ice. I chopped a hole. I don't know if I should yeah. have <laughs> Nope, but, uh, nope, go do but, some more. <laughs> but you chop a hole in the ice, and that's all you're looking to do when de-icing. You're looking to try, and, and maybe maybe this isn't just for cattle or horses. This could be for dog waterers, or chicken waterers. You know, there's lots of pig, I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever you're trying to water this farm animal, you know, that that's what you're doing. And We're so just trying to get an opening. Just trying to get an opening. Okay. In, in our, in, uh, in, in, all right, well, so, let me ask you this, because yeah. I know this is a subject you love. Is it doing the same thing as our aeration or no, could these be used no, it, together or be used together but but it's it's a total totally two different things hot water and heating element is literally just heating the water I and mean, it's actually getting the water right. hot enough to melt the ice 
Whereas aeration is keeping like a river when you go to the riffle, they're not froze over, but the big, but this kind of stagnant water, the slow water is frozen. And so what we're trying to do is create the riffle in the pond. I mean, cause there's usually not any kind of running water in the pond. And so that's what we're doing. We're creating that running water effect and keeping it open. That Okay. Way. So I interrupted you. So we've got, obviously the easy one is creating hot water. Second one is stock tanks, ponds, creating a hole. What else we got? And then the third is, is actually burning off energy. We, you know, with turbines, we have to keep them under load. And so when our battery bank gets full, we have to, divert or dump energy somewhere and so in that case we can dump it into a multitude of things one thing that a lot of people choose to do is use our use our dc water heating elements to dump over into a holding tank that's in line in the in the cold water line of their actual hot water heating tank okay so so say i take a five gallon tank that's in the line of my regular 40 gallon you know water heating tank that's maybe gas fed doesn't matter how doesn't matter how that's heated by the way you're just getting a little free heat up right front. and you're you know and so if i can heat that water to 80 degrees from the 55 to 60 it came in at that's just that much less my water heater has to and, heat that new water coming in and so because i i mean i obviously i've seen these sort of things all over are they are they threaded where you would just put them into, like if you yes. if you bought a, a, yeah. a tank from a Home Depot? Gallon, yeah, like and then a six-gallon tank from Home Depot. And yeah, they're just, a one-inch MPT thread, national uh, national standard pipe threads, what they are. But it's just a, a one-inch threaded. Uh, it's a, can you just take the other element yeah, out and screw this one in? take your other element out and these screws right in. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, that is for electric water heaters. Do not think that you can take a gas because there's going to be a little fitting there. That is not what that's intended for. It's not intended for a. But but you could put this electric, this DC electric one in front of a gas tank. Oh thing. yes, definitely. Okay, definitely. So you can you can mix and match those. You just can't take a right. What you said is you just can't take a gas you tank. Can't, you can't just take a gas gas water heater and it convert it into okay. Yeah, well, it won't work. Okay. So if you did that, how would you? With, with your background, I mean, how would you size that? Would you buy a big hunkin' tank, or would you get one of these no, little minis? No, you'd, you, would, you would want to, to give a little premise, it, it takes, and this is a little little nerdy here. but No, no, this is takes, neat, because I never, I, actually, I haven't heard of us doing this before. Five watts of energy to heat one gallon of water, one degree in a one-hour period. Okay, so one, 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 I mean, everything's, okay. but it takes 2.5 to do that. So let's just say that I was going to be using my wind turbine and and it was going to dump energy. It was going to say dump 100 watts in an hour, okay? For, for an hour, it was going to dump 100 watts in, or, or total. Gotcha. Uh, and it was going to do that for an entire hour. It was going to dump over that entire period. It was going to dump 100 watts. So it could have heated one degree or 100 gallons of water. Or not 100. <laughs> 40 gallons of water, it could have heated it up one degree. Okay. Okay. So if I went half of that to 20 gallon, I could have heated it up two degrees. Okay. If I went half of that again, I could have heated it four degrees. And let's just you say so your your water's coming in, what, 60 50? Yeah. I was say 56 to 62 degrees is, is the normal well, well water coming in. And you're wanting to... The max you're wanting to get that up to is what one. I mean, the max is 120. I mean, that I would say. Yeah, I mean, but it'd be safe. One, yeah, you want to be yeah, safe. Yeah. What says that one? I thought it was 118. Is it 118? 118. One, yeah. yeah one, mean, okay. Yeah. So you've got a pretty substantial range there oh, yeah. Yeah. to work with. Yeah. So 
if you did the what so, so again rewinding what would be a typical tank size you would put in there typical that? tank size that I would put if I was using it as a diversion I would use a 6 or a 10 gallon tank okay. is as large as tank as I would use because I'm really not I'm really not trying to heat my water with that I'm just not trying to lose that energy and burn it off into the atmosphere right this is assuming that you've charged your your yeah, batteries to your max batteries are, everything is yeah, maxed yeah. and now this you're is just for the days that the wind is really blowing, and really, the sun is really shining. Right. Yeah. Okay, you know, and uh, so okay, that's right. So that that's what you're doing there. Now, not to say that I can't go directly hook these up also, just to an actual solar panel. We you can actually do a direct. If so, if that is your intention, is to actually make hot water, not being a diversion. There is the the onset of now we got to size the tank to the amount of panels, that the max you have. output that right. it's going to do. Right, so. You know, there's a lot of math involved there. We can do it when you call in. It's matter of fact, we even have something on our website. When you go to it, it'll have a sizing chart and it'll kind of tell you that. If you're a farmer then and you're looking for a stock tank out way out yeah. in your acreage, you could just go from solar to. Yeah. Yeah. You just go solar. And a lot of times what you'll use is a bulkhead fitting, which you, a bulkhead fitting, people don't know. It's just, it's kind of a big blocky fitting. It is the it's, single most confusing yeah, set of. Nuts and bolts that you... Yeah, it's just, you <laughs> screw it. You you have to cut a hole in the side of the tank because you don't want the animal actually touching. And this thing has to be submerged all the time. That is something we'll go over here in just a minute, but it has to be submerged. So you'll want to take that down in the tank a, a certain distance down in the tank so that that animal couldn't actually stick their nose. Would you just put it in the bottom? Like in the you bottom side? You could put it in the it bottom, t- but I, I would more want to put it about halfway up. Okay. There again, because I, I don't want to have to heat all that water from all the way up gotcha. if I can heat that... Upper, yeah, you know, got you, that, got you, got you. Uh, water on the bottom is not going to freeze anyway. They got to freeze from the top down. So that's you know. But you can call us anytime. We'll give you our recommendations on that. The larger the tank, the the more you're going to need, of course. And, and then our bulkhead fittings, what are they? Are they two inch or are they? No, they're in, the no, two inches. The hole I think you have to cut. Yeah, that. Uh, sorry, that's but, what I mean. But they they actually take you know the the standard one inch in MPT. Okay. Uh, threads, you know, so so any hot water heating element. Most hot water heaters in the United States, standard hot water heaters are always taking that one inch MPT. Okay. So. All right. And you said you said we were going to talk about don't do this. Yeah. So a big dono with water heating elements, and and if you all have done it, change water heating elements at your home, you'll know this immediately. You never dry fire the unit. And dry firing the unit means to actually hook power to it with it not being submerged in, in some type of a liquid. And I say liquid, it could be oil, it could be water, um, it can be, you know. Just has to be what the unit is rated be, for, right? right? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it has to be, but some type of liquid. I mean, it has to be in something, not sand, not, I mean, there, we've had people, well, I just want to put it in the sand. Well, that's not going to do it either. Because what will happen is if there is if there is that surge of power on it, it's going to wind up, it's going to wind up burning out the element. And if anybody's at home has, has changed or listening here, has changed a hot water heating element and turn the the power back on before they let their, their water heating tank fill back up, they'll know exactly what I mean. It blows out the end. Now, ours don't blow out like that. You know, like on a big unit, a 240-volt unit, they will literally blow in half. I mean, the, they will burn. They will because what all a water heating element in is... It's a dead short. Is a dead short. I mean, it is taking your... You're positive, you're negative, and it's dead shorting it off to the end. And it's just doing it in a safer manner where you're not just, 
you know, getting the arc and getting shocked in between. It's just, but it's dead shorting into a, and causing heat. And that's what causes the heat is the dead short. Uh, it's the same way. If you put your had jumper cables on your car and hooked them together, I mean, it's going to cause an extreme amount of heat uh, quickly. And, and that's all the water heating elements doing. So now we have multiple water heating elements that available. Yeah, so let's talk about that. We've got some some really right funky. So, yeah, we got some. I mean, we got the straight this the straight six inch. We carry that on two hundred, three hundred watt, six hundred watt, smaller wattages, twelve volt, twenty four volt. Then we have a, a DC bent, which is a when you look at it, it's going to be like your your standard water heating element. So it goes out and then it bends back over itself and kind of comes back. And so what that's doing, it's just putting more surface area in of actual element in the tank but here's here's the 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 flip of that you know i've just told you earlier it takes 2.5 watts to heat whatever i told you which was the truth by the way but anyway uh, (laughs) it sounds like here comes the contradiction (laughs) here's the deal it doesn't matter if i go that in in a six inch element or if i go that in in 18 inches of of element i'm still putting the same amount of energy back into that tank uh, and that's really all it, that that it depends on is 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 that. Now, what the bent element is for is to help reduce hard water and calcium deposits on the actual element. So if you're putting this like in a tank that's going to be like here sealed <laughs> right in Missouri, and, and particularly here in Seymour, it, it's a better unit because it doesn't build up the deposits like like the little six inch would. And so it's just harder to build up that that you know that deposits all over that unit. So the issue here isn't surface area and I'm getting more heat That's or right. whatever. That is a it's, total, it's a, total myth. Yeah. Because you got basic thermodynamics here. You can't get That's any right. more out of than what you're putting in. Right. And then we also have a DC double, which has got two different elements on the same deal. And really all that was made for is so you could actually you can go half the power or go full power. You don't have to use that entire element. And they're all rated for their voltage and their wattage. And in doing that, there's going to be a, an ohm's resistance. So don't put a 12 volt in and think, well, I'll just run 48 volt to it. Because the ohm's resistance won't be there and you won't actually get the output that you were, were desiring. In the same way, if it was a 40, 48 volt unit and you just put 12 volt unit, you won't get that same output that, it needs to match. So if you're in a 24 volt system, and, and what you're looking for right. in this environment is that right. resistance, because that's, that's what right. you're wanting to that's do is create the heat. That's right. So so match your match your element to your actual, you know, to your actual setup. I mean, if you're using 12 volt, then use 12 volt elements. If you're using 48 volt, uh, and then the last element we have, and, and those are all just direct connect. They're again coming off the battery bank or off the diversion load, whatever you're doing. The last one has actually got a thermostat on it. We have two. We have a 12-volt oh, yeah. and a 48-volt that are actually thermostatically controlled. They actually have their own thermostat in it, so you can kind of set the temperature that you want, you know. So if you just need something to get to, you know, 60 degrees and you're using it off the battery bank or, or 65, you know, say that you have this in an outdoor and everybody says, well, you just told me water comes in. What comes in at that? But when it gets there, if it's colder than that outside, it's going to go down. And so maybe you want to keep it at, say, 50 degrees or 40 degrees you just want to have it just right above and then that thing would shut off when it hit hit that temperature it would shut off and it would quit draining from the batteries at that time and i guess you would not want to use that one where you're dumping right 
you do not want to use that when you're dumping because if it gets to this, that, that level that you, even if you say you had it at 130 and it gets to 130 and shuts off, you no longer have a dump load. Now, now it's, now it's going to basically feed back into your, well, not feedback's not the The, right word. It's that energy is actually going to actually build up in the turbine. And the turbine's going to, in the case area, the casing area and the, and the actual windings of the motor. And it's going to, you're going to have a bad day. Yeah. Gets really bad. So, all right. What else we got on heat? I, I think we. I think that's pretty good on hot water. There, there again, just remember, don't dry fire them. I mean, that's that's the big deal. So many people do that. Ah, the thing's not working, you know. They'll they'll plug it in and they'll call. It's not working. And you'll ask the question, did you plug it in when you didn't have it in water? Well, yeah. And there's your problem. You get to buy another yeah, one. You get to buy another <laughs> one. That's right. So, uh, All right. Not, well, as we wrap up, as we've right. been doing here lately, we need to remind everybody that's listening that our workshop is set for February. The event is on Eventbrite, and you can look for it there, or, or hopefully you're on our mailing list anyway and would have got a copy of it. You can also look on our Facebook page posted there. The early bird registration runs through, I believe, October 18th, and that is the best deal. So the workshop is $299. And we give you 250 of that back in store credit the day of the event. So if you have got no plans for February or want just to have a, a special outing with your spouse, I can't think of a better place in February to come than Seymour, Missouri, and go. have a great time. So check that out. If you've got any other questions, give us a call. If you've got any ideas for stuff you'd like to hear us talk about, email us at radio at mwants.com. But thanks for listening to us today. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's Doggy Chicken Treats coming. Thanks again.